Come on over. Come on over, baby. I love that song. It's the theme song for Dude Soup. You got a side nose pimple too? Man, I got one growing. Dude, I got, man. That is rude. Fucking... The first thing he says to our guests is, you got a pimple? Well, he, tweet, no, I makeup. Tweeted about it. he tweeted it. I tweeted about oh, it. Oh, okay. He tweeted makeup. it. Makeup. I'm, I'm very forthcoming about my side nose pimple. I just want to make sure you feel welcomed here and that Lawrence, the, off the bat, just doesn't make fun of you. Uh, yeah. Towards you? Yeah. Perfect. Weird like, I love yeah. it. He's somewhere in the middle. Prepping for or this, I watched, I watched three over. episodes of the show, and they Why? were all in different places with completely different setups. Oh boy! And like one was like this, and then one was on some giant, like a giant set. Oh yeah, point. that's when we were in Austin. That's the Rooster yeah. Teeth set. And then we also have live shows, which will be which will be in an entirely different building. We got one on Thursday, but it's sold out, so you can't come. <laughs> wow. Luckily, wow. you're here for the basement set. Uh, yeah, I know. This is the normal. So. Which is actually a basement. <laughs> Alright, Lawrence, hit it. Alright, welcome to, uh, uh, oh boy. Uh, <laughs> Medieval? Start. Got right. it. Hold on, hold on, Lawrence. I hadn't thought ahead. Let's hit it again. Right. <laughs> uh, welcome to a, uh, a side pimply <laughs> episode of Dude Soup. <laughs> <laughs> featuring... We're 40% side pimpled today. <laughs> yeah, we are. Well, we are. Good math. Thanks. Uh, featuring uh, okay. Anthony Carboni. Hi. A, uh, a gentleman with perfectly clear skin. <laughs> uh, Except for this one thing on the side of my nose. That's weird. So That's I, I guess, uh, uh, introduce yourself. Okay. Hi. Uh, I'm I'm Anthony Carboni. I host a podcast called We Have Concerns three times a week with Jeff Kanata. Uh, I used to be on Rev Three Games and D News. I've done hosting stuff for Star Wars and Doctor Who and. Do YouTube channel and all, right. I'm all over enough, the place. Enough. Hold on, yeah. Anthony. What about Attack of the Show? Don't forget about Attack boo. of the Show. Oh, I'm sorry. Never mind. Yeah, kind of boo. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Anyone who worked on that show should never be employed anywhere. Losers. Done. 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 Man, this game's cool. Look at all these people with their swords dancing on tables. I made Bruce play Vermintide. What is this game? Yeah, what is? What it's essentially Left for Dead, but with with fantasy rat men instead of zombies. That sounds pretty cool. Into it. Yeah, yeah it sounds pretty cool. <laughs> you got little potions down there. I don't know what that's all about. I had to, I installed this game. I haven't played it yet, so this is this is the state of my gaming. I have to wait for the podcast so I can watch someone else play a game I want to play for an hour. <laughs> wait, it's exciting. Wait, why, what makes you think I like the game? Just because it's fantasy and it's yes, magic? Yes, it's yes, Left 4 Dead with yes, magic? Yes, I want to go on quests and save Maiden's Fair. You're about to do that. You can yeah. do that, but also rat people. people. <laughs> it's everything you love plus additional rat people. <laughs> That's bonus. <laughs> Speaking of everything everyone loves, uh, YouTube announced a brand new kind of way to earn money on YouTube this week. Burn it to the ground. Yeah, basically. Everybody loves it. Oh my god. <laughs> So there's, there's this trend, and it shouldn't, shouldn't surprise me anymore, but it still kind of does. Which is that, mother of God, if anyone ever announces anything and they don't have every single detail planned out and announced right at the beginning, people lose their minds. <laughs> so YouTube announced YouTube Red, which is a, a direct revenue service for YouTube. Uh, viewers can pay $10 a month for, for basically exemption from ads on YouTube. There are a couple of other features you can download videos and watch them offline. You also get access to Google Play Music, which is essentially Spotify, uh, but run through Google. Uh, a couple of other little tidbits, you also get access to a Red exclusive catalog. But in the absence of very other particular information, people made some pretty crazy assumptions. Or, or rather just completely misinterpreted what is normal operating procedure. The, the, one that, the one that tickled me the most is that YouTube had to update their terms of service to account for this new kind of revenue. Um, and people interpreted that as, oh, if you don't agree to the new YouTube way of doing things, they will, they will <laughs> blacklist all of your videos. They're little rat men. Yeah. Splinter, like, kill Splinter. Come on, no. wizard. T u r t l e power. He was the best dad. Don't do it. That guy's doing okay. 
Oh Jesus! Yeah. Right, he was the best dad. He knew he knew ninjutsu. How many of your dads knew ninjutsu? Nobody. All of them. Oh. Really? 100% of all uh, my yeah. dads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, the YouTube Red thing I think is really funny because I've just heard people whispering in shock and dismay about it yeah. without really, without really, I think, looking into it. And I think, I think we've sort of spread a folklore about YouTube Red now <laughs> that has made it sound just like incredibly evil. I think the Red specific catalog, that, bu that bullet point, uh, screwed up more people than anything else. I think Which right. is crazy to me because I think all the other features for Red are way more enticing than either the ad-free or the catalog, yeah. to be totally honest. Um, ad-free, ad I'm super into. Yeah. Like, I just went ad-free on Hulu. Like, I'll go ad-free on anything uh -oh. that, like, lets me do it. You uh -huh. get Red, man. And it changes everything. Hmm. <laughs> everything is so much more pleasant. How much more expensive is ad-free you, uh, Hulu? Four bucks. Oh, so it's $14 a month? Twelve. Forgive my ignorance here, months. but how recently had, did Hulu allow for an ad-free? This month, model? right? Yeah, yeah. Oh wow! Holy crap! It's unbelievable, man. You you just sit down for to watch four dollars? Are you kidding me? I would, man. I would. This is the thing that kills me, and maybe I'm an idiot. Like, oh boy, the AI is not helping you out at all. Yeah, nope. no one's helping. They don't Bruce. give two he's shits. Getting, he's getting rats strung up over is, here. They don't give two going? shits. Turns out the lady on. mage is the least important member of the party. Yeah. Thanks it's, again. Uh, Whoa. Oh man, they are just not given any kind of shit. Nope. You know what's interesting? I'm dead. What are you caught on? It, he, he's holding you up. Oh, uh, okay. They strung me up, but they don't get my play. My friends don't give me shit. Don't give me it, it's interesting to think about, like when you have a service where there's content that you can have for free, mm -hmm. and then someone goes, "Hey, but if you want, if if people like you want to pay a little bit more, you. you can get it." Even faster, mm -hmm. and so uh, so like you don't have to sit there and watch an ad. You don't have to you know do anything like that. You can just get it faster, and people get angry about that. It's weird. It's really weird to me. Well, let me let me phrase it in a way that I think makes more sense about why people are angry. Okay. First, uh, the terms of service update. Essentially, YouTube now has they've fundamentally altered the way that they operate as a company. Therefore, they have to update their terms of service. Are these, <laughs> these people you know or are you playing with strangers? Bruce is talking strangers. This awesome. is awesome. ASL, ASL, Bruce. Uh, well, y'all jump down. You didn't, uh, noob. Yeah, ask him why. Ask him why he's so scared of rats. You had to do was walk back up. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, uh, sorry, go ahead. Okay, so so to phrase it this way. Um, you have to agree to YouTube's terms of service to use YouTube at all. Right. That's just something that happens when you make a YouTube account. Now they've updated the terms of service, and just like when you make an account, they say you have to agree to these terms of service to continue using our service, which has changed, and that's now reflected in the terms of service update. The uh, the big like, the big uh, sky is falling moment I think hit when somebody was like, "Well, if you don't agree to YouTube Red, which is surrogate for the updated terms of service, YouTube's gonna private all your videos," which in a manner of speaking is true. They have an updated terms of service, and they can't have videos active on their service that are they on an outmoded yeah. version of Terms of Service. So yeah, you're, that's that's true, but that's true of every service you use forever. It, when a video game updates its Terms of Service, you get hit with that screen that says accept decline. If you if you hit decline, you are bombed out of the game. That's basically every private company works that way. To use our product, you have to agree to our services, which we can update whenever we want. And if you choose at some point to not agree to those terms anymore, that's fine. So essentially YouTube is saying, yeah, we're updating our entire service with this, and all of our users have to have to be on board with at least part of it. Mm -hmm. So, I guess that is, that can be phrased as YouTube is strong-arming everyone into this new model. It got, yeah, it got simplified into people thinking that they had to sign up for Red, to yeah. be partners. 
they were like, oh, if I'm gonna be a YouTube partner, if I'm gonna put my videos on YouTube, all of a sudden I have to agree to Red, or I have to be a Red member, or right, something yeah. like that? No. And then people who were people who were hearing this from creators began thinking, oh god, all of my favorite creators are gonna be Red only now. I'm going to lose access to everybody I watch because yeah. they're going to be behind Red. And that's Which is that, also not true. Right, that's where that weird bullet point where it's like Red-specific catalog screwed with a lot of people because the Red-specific catalog is YouTube Originals. Right. Which is like when they used to give... When they used to just hand channels $2 million. Yeah, like we don't know anything about that. Nobody knows. Nobody in this room knows anything about when that. did that happen? Or how quickly that money goes away when you <laughs> give it to a bunch of children. Um, <laughs> uh, we, we ran out of that money real On fast. The I'm just like, going to let you know. Um, <laughs> but like, no, it's now like the new version of that, which is YouTube Originals is now a thing where they partner creators with production companies and you know, some of that's going to be on red only. You brought up Hulu and to me it's it's a lot like Hulu Plus and that the, the stuff that was always free is going to be free. Um, not, not the YouTube ad free, but the mm -hmm. YouTube Plus. Uh, and then when they introduced the pay service for Hulu, you're like, oh yeah, well now I get full episodes, exclusive content that I wasn't able to get before. I can still get like shows and syndicate like some shows and syndication and some clips and some crap and like last sometimes last night's episode but not the whole season. Yeah. Um and I remember when YouTube Plus was, you know, first rolled out and everyone was up in arms. Oh, they're taking away our Hulu and everything's going to be... This, to me, is very similar. But, again, I think that people are losing sight of the benefits of some of the other things that they're not talking about. Like, you can run YouTube in the background now. You can yeah. download yeah. videos. Like, the that's something people have been asking for for so long. Deal. Dude, running YouTube in the back. So much of what YouTube's doing right now is basically them admitting that... All the music you want to listen to is on YouTube, whether legally or illegally. <laughs> yeah, for and sure. And they're like so carefully tiptoeing around the fact that they're like, we just want to be your illegal music player. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's all we want to be. Well, it's well, not it's illegal. Like, well, like this podcast well, specifically, it is. It gives access to Google Play though, and yeah. you can run that in the background if yes. you just want to listen to music. So I don't, I don't know how much of them is them trying to buoy up this this music service that may not be doing well. I use it because I'm a dork. But I really love it. It's the best music subscription service I've ever. Apparently, used. it does okay. I was, I was going to say that's that's actually the biggest thing when I was reading about YouTube Red. I was like, hey, I already have Google Play, so I have YouTube Red. That's yeah. the, like to be honest with you, that you're paying for then two subscription services. Does, does it work? Does it work the other way? Because I already subscribe to Google Music. Do I get Red for free? Because it's ten dollars a month. So. Yes, no, you yeah, do. No, that's, that's, that's the way it works. Yes. Yeah, that's the way Fuck it works. yes. Yeah. And you have Red now. You're part of the problem, dude. Uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm gonna. That's I like so that your awesome. party is like Whoa. is like Lady Voldo and three <laughs> and like three dollar Van Helsing. <laughs> and like, who are all Van these Helsing. characters? Um, uh, <laughs> wait, we got names down there. Rain, Shadwolf, Fight, Fight, Falku, or whatever. Are those player? Are those player names or are those character names? I think they're character names, but okay. I'm not sure. No, it'd be like it'd be like Darth Testicle. X X, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, King Pussy Wizard. Yeah. You never know. You know how sometimes when you get into a game early and everybody can actually have motivated character names oh, yeah. and it's kind of rad for a couple weeks because you do feel a little bit more like you're in this world like I remember I was in the DCUO beta and everybody had like legit good superhero names <laughs> and then you got in after they rebooted the servers and everybody was like XX dong lover speed man fast oh, I love that and guy. you're like dude I, that was gonna be my name XX dong lover <laughs> speed love fast the police are calling Image Comics is it's run me on Booster Gold come on XX dong lover yeah. I gotta be the thing that I think too. actually will be the least successful about YouTube, Red, is the thing that they're telling the most, which is the the enhanced suite of, you know, creative oh. shows or whatever. Yeah. Like their new catalog. Yeah. I, and, and the reason I feel that way is because 
we have experience in producing uh, paywalled content. Oh um, not here at Rooster Teeth specifically. I, I'm talking about back at Machinima, yeah. where we would try and bring people you know, bring creators oh, onto cool. channels where they didn't exist before and, you know, get people to pay a subscription fee to see them uh, for different platforms. And it never worked. And the reason it never worked is because the rest of their content is all free somewhere else. Yeah. So I, I seriously don't believe that PewDiePie's new horror show is going to be significantly different enough from what he's doing that his fans, that enough of his fans are going to say, I'm going to subscribe to this for this because I get everything else. Like, I get him screaming for free all the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's tricky, right? Because then if you want to do something that's really, really different or out of left field with a creator that people love, you know, if you put if you put Grace Helbig, literally the most lovable human being on universe in the universe on TV, but it's different, it doesn't do yeah. super well. Right. Because it's not what the core audience expects from her. People watch PewDiePie because they, I would theorize, love the intimacy of his videos. It's just him and you. And he talks to you, to the camera. I feel like he has his hand on my thigh all the way through exactly. every video. And, and it's, it's wonderful. It's very comforting. It is. But if you get him... an accent. Mm. If you get him in a, in a, a holistic, like a, a huge scaled up production, there's an element of disassociation there. Mm -hmm. Okay, now, now this person's on a big set. They have and I had to pay to see him, yeah. and he sold the fuck out, man. It's like you know, it's like that part in Wayne's World where they do Wayne's oh, yeah. World on the set that looks like Wayne's World. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like also kids ask your parents what Wayne's World is. That's what <laughs> Wayne's basement. <laughs> but it's like this huge basement set in the middle of a basement, and everybody can tell immediately. Yeah. You know? uh, at the same time, like. I think you know. I just I just finished doing a TV thing this year, uh, a science thing, and we're pitching like the next show, like whatever it is we want to do next. And I'm kind of like, well, I don't want to go with TV if I don't have to. Mm -hmm. I would love to go to Hulu or Vimeo or YouTube Red and do something where it's like a little smaller and a little less oversight, and maybe we get less money, but like fuck off and let me do the show I want to do and sure. put it out fast, you know? So. I, I think we're just kind of waiting for the audience to get used to paying for this sort of stuff. Hmm. I don't know. I don't I know. Right. This, is, this is kind of maybe just an expectation I have, but I wonder if things would change once you're paying for it. Like, ha, ha, if your view of YouTube would change once you are, you know that you're putting $10 down a month. Because for me, hmm. like, I think if Netflix was a service that just had ads on it and I had it for free, I would probably be a lot more, uh, less efficient, but also more efficient about watching things. I wouldn't be scrolling through trying <laughs> to find exactly- I'd watch more of their garbage. Yeah, yeah I'd just so be like, much oh, garbage. I'd just be like, I'll now. put it on, sure, why not? There's a rat walking across the sky. I said to me, I feel exactly oh, opposite. I feel like nuts. if there were ads, my time well, would be more valuable. Well, you found your way into like a well, weird rat I dance party. I mean, it's weird though, it's weird though, because like YouTube, what, yeah, sure. Here's a video, it looks like someone how to put on a belt. Sure, I'll watch how to put on a belt. I know how to do that, but why not watch it? But like, I feel like if I was paying for it, I would think that in the back of my head, I'd be like, no, I'm paying for this. But why would I want to watch how to watch it? One weird trick to put on a belt, or Ooh. you've been putting on a belt all wrong. Yeah, Whoa. well, yeah. I watched a whole playlist uh, about that. That's, they got click, me. that's <laughs> clickbait, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm just curious if the mentality of YouTube would change. But oh, I'll I, take I'll take it just based on the ad free. That I'm, to me. I, cause, I mean, everybody, everybody always goes, oh, ad blocker, ad blocker, ad blocker. And yeah, you can, and if you do, hey, I'm not, I'm not gonna proselytize to you because I get it. And most uh, people as, don't know what that word means. But so. as somebody like who, <laughs> as somebody who makes stuff and understands that other people need that ad revenue, yeah. if you give me a way 
to get rid of those ads in yeah. a way that's not as janky yeah, as an ad block. Yeah, yeah. Where I can, where I know I'm throwing a couple bucks into people's pockets. I'm totally there. Mm-hmm. 100% it, there. It's still, it's still a little unclear how this, the subscription money, that revenue, is going to be distributed. I'm glad yeah. you brought so, that up. So, like, it's not the same thing as I know people that use ad block and then they whitelist the channels that they actually want to support. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that kind of makes sense. I, I in. It makes kind of sense. Yeah. It doesn't um, get you in the clear, but it's better than it nothing. It doesn't get you in the clear, but at least it means you're not an utter dick and, <laughs> like, about everything. Um, so, but I'm curious now if your support of like, I really want to support this channel or this personality or this whatever, if that kind of now is going to get lost with this subscription. I don't think so. so. Let's, well, let's talk about what YouTube Red says about sure. how they okay. pay out. So okay. what um, they're saying, Lawrence. Uh, all they they it's it's frustratingly vague, and I think that's also playing into some people's uh, paranoia about the new service. But what they've said is the majority of all the revenue they get from YouTube Red subscriptions will go back to creators. Now, if you interpret that very literally, that means at least fifty-one percent of all of the money they get out of people's ten dollars will go back to creators. So theoretically, let's say there are a hundred people that subscribe, that's a thousand dollars in revenue. So five hundred and one dollars of that would get paid out. <clears throat> now, and out of that pool, to, yeah, yeah, two. Creators proportionally based, based on, on how watch many time. red subscribers. Yeah. So out of that five hundred ten dollars, yes, you're right. That's yeah. that's the pool of money that will get paid out. And then what they do is, and this is they haven't said this specifically, but this is how I interpret how they've described it, is that they take the entire pool of watch time out of all of those YouTube Red uh, subscription accounts, and they say, how is that divided out amongst all the channels? So. And then they, they, they apply that division to the $510 and then pay it out to the channels based on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing that they said is, and this was even in the FAQ, is like, well, okay, wouldn't longer form content get paid more? The answer is yes and no. A Let's Play that is an hour may get a certain amount of watch time. Let's say it's an hour long at 10,000 views. That's 10,000 hours. Or you have a five-minute ultra-high-quality animation that gets, you know, 500 million views. The total amount of minutes watched on that video could be higher than the hour-long video just because it's higher quality and more people watch it. So in that way, theoretically, this does reward content creators for the amount of content that gets consumed on YouTube. And frankly, I can't think of a more fair way to do it. Oh, yeah, but it's so much less complex too for people who make things because, like, people don't understand how complicated ad revenue is. As like somebody who's worked, I've worked for, uh, I've worked for a network, I've worked uh, at a network, and I've seen like all of it from every side. And honestly, if you're a creator, the only people who are transparent with you in a way that you really want are YouTube. Like, that's what's crazy. You yeah. can get, like, a monthly thing from whoever you're, like, whatever network your channel is part of. Um, and, you know, some are better than others, but, like, you'll get a letter from the network that's like, uh, we made this and you make this. And you're like, why? Yep. Like, yep. tell me why. And nobody will tell you why. Nope. There is no breakdown available to you. That, yeah. No, and, Anthony, you're totally right about that. That's the thing that I think a lot of our audience doesn't understand. And that's why I always tell, like, I always tell people who ask me, they're like, hey, I'm thinking about starting up and signing with a network. I'm like, you got to really make sure you need that network and they can give you stuff because they can be super shady and weird and non-transparent. And the, even if they are transparent, you're now... Your videos aren't just supporting you, they're supporting everybody who works at that network, mm-hmm. they're supporting the sales guy who sold the ad who gets 10% commission on it. Like, you're giving away so many pieces of the pie, whereas I feel like if YouTube is genuinely fair about how they distribute this, you could, as a small to mid-sized creator, make so much more and know where the money is coming well, from. Well, so this is, this is why I'm interested to hear what 
first of all, the percentage of the YouTube cut versus the creator cut is going to be. Just wrap people in CPMs, you guys. Like, whatever you're into, we got it. Like, we got it. Um, and I'm also curious to see, um, like, what the payouts start to look like uh, yeah. on a you know, per, basically on a permanent basis. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, man. Uh, I don't know. YouTube is notoriously, I think, uh, they, they hoard information. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't know, for example, what average watch time across YouTube channels is. Like, what sure. all YouTube, across all YouTube channels, what an average channel watch time is, or a watch session, mm-hmm. or a video, you know, average video length. Like, that's the kind of stuff that we don't really know. But now that our pay is going to be highly dependent on that, I think that's the kind of information that I would like to see released personally. Yeah. Well, that's something you could work out in reverse, right? If if you know what your YouTube Red income is, and you know what your minutes watched is, I guess I guess the only missing pu- piece of the puzzle is how many total YouTube Red subscribers there are. Yeah. And then and, you could work it out in reverse. Um, and will will analytics now show how many YouTube Red watchers we have versus regular YouTube yeah. watchers? I, don't think I mean, so. there's a lot of things that have to go I into that calculation. I would swear, I, if I were to guess, there's just going to be a light item that says YouTube Red income, bam, number. Uh, and then, so you know the number, you know you know your minutes watched because YouTube Analytics gives that information to you. So you can probably do a really rough equivalence to working backwards. But, Wait, so, we'll no, but my point is that you can't, is, though, until you know, like, out of those you minutes watched, how many YouTube Red watchers yeah. there are. Based, I mean, all it takes is, like, 20... And they it also takes the right, don't know the proportion All it takes either. is the right 10 big creators uh-huh. yeah. to be public about it, yeah. which it's the same 10, and they always are. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, know, like, you know Hank is going to be like screaming. You, like, you know exactly who's going to scream if they're not getting the data they yeah. want. And if the right 10 people do it, all of a sudden the dashboard gets updated. I, I was going to say, yeah, along with that too, it, if it's a success, sure. Like YouTube has been thus far. If it's a success, we'll probably see it. If it doesn't do what they expected it to do or wanted to do, then maybe suddenly we're not going to be seeing the numbers on that. You know? True, but at the same time, like I've always thought that uh, my my like my AdSense analytics and my actual YouTube Creator dashboard has been very granular in the stuff that I need. You know, yeah. I, I would imagine the people who are going to have the most problem with with the amount of data that's coming oh, out are going to be people. Are going to be people like you guys who work for who work for a company that like needs those analytics because there's a lot of overhead. Right. I think for a solo creator, you know, like I'm doing, I do all my stuff on my own now. Like if I've got a ton, if I've got basic info, like I'm pretty good. But but don't you? But wouldn't you? Again, as a solo creator, almost even more want to be able to know well how many of my viewers are red. Like yeah. should I be like, and if it's a lot, should I be programming to them. And if it's not a lot, but the red, you know, the red viewers bring in a lot of money, should I create more programming to entice more red so, viewers? Like that, that's yeah. the kind of stuff that I look at when I look at the analytics yeah. to help program our channel. But I think I think YouTube has structured it to say, listen, we pay out on red exactly the same as we have told you to make content before, which is that make content that is the appropriate length for the content you're making, so people watch the whole thing and want to watch more content. Um, that's the philosophy they've been very transparent about, and I think they've tried to reward that both in terms of ad revenue and in terms of placement and promotion within YouTube's search algorithm. Uh, I, I agree and I disagree. I think they've been very upfront about, like, here's what makes, you know, here's how the most successful people do in terms of, like, they program the, the content they want to program and the link that they want to program and, like, whatever feels natural to them, and that's the best link for you. But what they haven't said is, look, they're running a platform, and if their goal is to, you know, 
have people optimize for their platform, I want to know what optimal view length is. I want to know yeah. what like average view length is. Like that's the kind of stuff that they don't release. Can I just say they probably that don't on purpose? This, they don't want people gaming the system. You know, this rat. It's town, not really gaming, but is it all rats? It's is filled it rats with more rats than people. Yeah. So I'm thinking that <laughs> you, you are invading. You're invading the rat city. Well, no, it's called Vermintide. The tide is washing. The vermin is. Yeah. They have invaded the Dude, city. Dude, the tide what, is it's, it's yeah. done. It's, it's over. Done. You there's lost. Four you got people left. There's a big city. There's a single human being in that city. <laughs> Let the rats have it. It's you four people. Let the rats have it's it. It's Lady Voldo and Low Red. Look, it's that guy's just wa he's walking around. He's trying to get a late night drink, and then you hit him with a flamethrower. <laughs> right. He didn't even look normal. <laughs> no. Like, Buddy, wasn't it great when we took over this town 55 oh. years ago? Our <laughs> babies are at home. <laughs> if that was the sort of dude that you're trying to save, like, get out. Because yeah, that was already monsters, bro. That was already monsters. And now it's just rats. It's theirs. I got a long-winded ad segue oh, for you okay. guys. Okay. okay, so I thought about going a couple ways with this. One is uh, is making a reference to the Rat Pack, but Ugh. the other one is that you might say this is a ghost town, which is a song by the Specials, which is a song that could be in Rock Band 4 one day. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, this podcast is sponsored by Rock Band 4, brought to you by Harmonix. <laughs> nice job. Yeah, thank you. Real oh, terrible. motherfucker. Oh. Uh, the, uh... The, the the couple of ad points they want to say is that Rock Band is the only music rhythm game with a full band experience mm. uh, right now, which is true. Guitar Hero kind of went back to roots. So, uh, if you want if you want to have the traditional Rock Band party with a bunch of people getting getting wasted and screaming their heads off, and then your neighbors come over and yell at you, that's not a reference to you, Bruce. That happens to everybody. Uh, <laughs> I don't care actually. Yeah, my fucking neighbors are assholes. Yeah, they kind of are. Yeah, oh man, are. they're just like up. Ah, I shouldn't get into that. Uh, <laughs> they also say that the breadth of music found in Rock Band 4 is so much more fun, which uh, I can actually agree with. I'm kind of impressed with the uh, the variety of music in that game. Um, it is kind of interesting because they they've made an effort to uh, carry over all your DLC purchases. There's been some amusing uh, lane switching there because now for some reason I am the proud owner of a country pack. Uh, so cool. Yeah, nice. now I have Shania Twain in Rock Band That's 4. Why not? First I figure all congrats. Congrats. it feels yeah. like a rock yes. band. <laughs> I feel I feel like at some point I'm going to yeah, I'm going to be hosting one of my many rock band parties and some random some random uh, party attendee, let's be honest, probably a lady, will be like, oh my god, Shania Twain, and they'll be like, good, it was worth it. You go to Laura's house and it's save a horse, ride a cowboy, has 375 plays. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I started. I think it got stuck on loop when I went to the store. I don't know. Uh, but you can order Rock Band 4 right now at the link you find in the description. We've had a shitload of fun with it. By the way, uh, I'm going to be doing a Rock Band party soon, so. Yeah. Uh, just, the, just keep an unspecified weekend open. The new solo system. Yeah, just makes me so happy. It I'm, I'm really on board with that. The, the drum fills for me is a big thing because before it would have like the freestyle fills. Mm -hmm. Except the problem was if you had a laggy setup, that's when it would kick in because it couldn't adjust because it didn't know what you were going to play. Now it gives you a suggested fill, so you can actually go through on drums and play your activate your overdrive. Yeah. and be totally fine. I just love a lot of good ideas. In that yeah, game. you can finally pick up the thing, the the guitar, the way you did when you first played it, and do just all the guitar really things really that you wanted it to do in the beginning, and now it finally does. Fuck yeah, so... Uh, also, it's you. been so long since we've played that it's like, it's nice to go it's back. It's new again. Yeah. It's nice to go back. It's going back, come to back the, around. Going back to the womb. So, uh, yeah, you can order Rackman for now. Check the check the link in the description. Oh. Thank you, oh. Harmonix, for sponsoring this podcast. Uh, Alright, uh, do you guys have anything else to add about YouTube Red? I guess, well, I to mean, Joel's point... I brought a PowerPoint. Ooh, oh wow. Like, I want to get really into the numbers here. Can we can we bring that up? Yeah. <laughs> can we? It's on the big screen. <laughs> no, I'm, we're, I'm, they, they see it there. We, yeah. so you we're editing it in. Can we put it up on the big board? Yeah, yeah thanks, guys. <laughs> I feel like uh, what Joel was saying really kind of 
excited and interesting vision of the future to me. You know how like toy manufacturers will figure out ways to shave fractions of pennies out of their product because they say, you know, if if we make this one part smaller, they run all the numbers, they see they see it at scale, and they're like, if we do this one thing, we shave this one part out, we're gonna make fifty thousand more dollars this year. Mm -hmm. I feel like the same thing might happen eventually when people get their analytics and they think, if I'm making this much money off of red viewers, if I can find a way to cram thirty more seconds into my video, and they run the math, I will get five thousand more dollars a month. Mm -hmm. So they're like, gosh, how can I? Like, and then that might even go down to the editing level where they just pad out every take a little bit. And to me, that's not gaming the system. That's optimizing for the platform, which is what you would think that the platform owner would want you it's to do. Ways to say the same thing. I don't think it's going to be padding. I don't think it's going to be padding. I think it's going to be cutting. Just longer form content. I, no, oh, I don't. I think everybody's really worried about padding and, and making content longer. But it's really, it's really about that, that God, that engagement graph. I have, I see the engagement yeah. graph in yeah. my sleep. And the thing is, if you make a, if you make a four-minute video or a forty-minute video, and people are only watching the first three minutes of both, you're wasting so much time and energy by making the forty-minute video. And so I think it's going to be more about people like, okay, I can now see I'm directly connected to my money and to my audience, and it's like, okay, you guys want me to make videos that are a little shorter but are more entertaining, because that's all anybody wants. And I think we'll see, hopefully we'll see an uptick in overall quality. The, the weird thing about that is that actually a lot of YouTubers right now I've seen make longer form content because it's easier for them in the sense that they play one hour mm -hmm. of uncut videos and then put it up also. That means they get more watch time and more ad revenue. Right. And so, it also means that they can be cross-platform. They can be on Twitch for the live and yep. just upload it to YouTube. Which, Sorry to interrupt. Which is super, no, it's fine. Which is super weird because... That means that, I don't know if that means that quality is going down, but you're getting more live uncut stuff. Yeah. And I, I don't know, like that's why I'm sort of like worried about what you just said, which is like, I don't want YouTube to think that, oh, YouTube Red will increase quality, because it, it may not. It may not. If they're but, basing it on watch time. Well, that, that's supposedly like, why they're dishing out money for high quality production. Yeah. Theoretically. But I, I think one of the reasons we see more stuff like that too is, man, if you've ever had to, Wizard if you've ever had to create a video review for a game from start to finish, like <laughs> yeah. that's some of the most that's some of the most actual man hours of work that you'll have making something for a gaming channel is making like a really good video review. Mm -hmm. um, whereas like if you can just hang out with people and play the game for an hour and get your impressions in and people understand whether they like the game, mm -hmm. I mean the value there isn't necessarily that you're padding out your content. It's that you're not killing yourself trying to make a game review, which yeah. is 30 hours of play, 10 hours of capture, 10 hours of edit, right. you know, two hours of VO and writing. Like, And just like before, people seem to respond to the authenticity of the natural play session in a way that they don't to the book report style of, uh, Vermintide is a game from these developers. It is similar to Left 4 Dead in many respects, but it adds a new loot system. Will that pay off? Stay tuned to find out. <laughs> I, used to, I used to hate more than I anything. Doing, yeah, that actually sounds like a really good yeah. open. You did a great job. Um, but I actually, <laughs> I used to hate doing the uh, doing the scale, like the score, and not just the score, but like the score for the score for graphics and the oh, score for boy. audio oh, yeah, yeah. and the score for gameplay. And it was it was one of those things where they always made me do it, and I was like, what does that even mean? What does it mean if I give Graphics of four. What is a four in Ooh, graphics? that's bad. That's Ooh. real bad. Ooh, I, I don't want to look at that four. I was really hoping these rat graphics would would be a five. I don't know, man. They're not. That's no, they're stupid. Four. It's stupid. The arbitrary scales. 
It's, uh, it's, I mean, it's a way to quantify shit in the minds of viewers. What's weird is, uh... It's easy. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it gives a good, like... I don't know where that I just started. gave you, like, two paragraphs of, of my thoughts, and if you need me to boil down my thought into, like, something that's bite-sized, sure, scores are great. The, the paradigm as it was, was you needed a score to be on Metacritic so you could be on a large traffic driver. So you um, could, but for video, it, you know, it doesn't really so you could pay for the So you could pay for the bonus checks of PR people and no other reason. Yep. Well, the, the interesting <laughs> thing, the interesting thing is how, like obviously we're talking from the perspective of gaming mm -hmm. on YouTube, but there's a lot of, like there are, Filmmakers what? and comedians and huh? the, there are people that like do stuff and they, they must be going god damn it Like they look over at someone who just haven't seen anything rants like about a game for oh. 40 minutes yep. Gets a ton of views and a ton of ad revenue from it and is gonna benefit probably pretty well from this YouTube red thing And they're like well if I wanted to do something 40 minutes, it's gonna cost me fifteen thousand dollars and it's gonna it's gonna take hundreds weeks, of hours, four weeks worth of uh, worth of editing and stuff like that. So they must be. I, I'm curious. I wish we had a better perspective on that. We yeah. kind of do because we do some live actiony stuff, and we internally are, are like, this ain't worth it, man. This is a labor of love. In a lot of situations, it's a labor of love. It really so. is. The channels the channels that get the highest uh, watch time in almost every network are uh, toy review channels for kids. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so which is even more just like pointing a camera and not yeah. editing it and just being like well, I, knew, uh, I knew a dude that was like he was working for major outlets and doing a lot of like game reviews and like And, and trade show content like all the stuff that you want, you know what I mean? He was really good um, But he found out like he was one of the first people to start doing stuff about Skylanders. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, and three months later his entire channel was Skylanders because he's like, I can sit in my room and talk about new Skylanders, yeah. and I get more views than I got for anything, and now I'm making money and I'm living. Yeah. And it's like, all right, I'm like, how do you feel about Skylanders? He's like, it's pretty all right. <laughs> it's pretty okay. Yeah. It pays the bills. It's, it's not fine. bad. It's yeah. not a bad thing. I like the shark guy. I was like, yeah. Uh, there was a there. I got one that was an eagle and one that was a snake, and you can switch them to make it snake eagle and eagle snake. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Video games. <laughs> Kids the world over are wrapped in attention. Uh, James, to your point. Uh, I'm not saying that this is going to be the reality of it, but as YouTube explained it, if you put a lot of effort and make a, a tight package, theoretically it could accrue more watch time than a long, rambly, low effort video mm -hmm. because the audience responds to quality. That's true, but it's not going to make up for the fact that it's going to take you another six weeks to make another one. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. well, right. And, and yeah. you can see that right now on YouTube. I mean, it's already something that exists in YouTube because you, you'll find something like, hey, this is a really funny video, this is really well made, and it has... Three million views, and then the subscribers on the channel are like yeah. sixty-five hundred. Because people go to Reddit; they don't subscribe to like yeah, because yeah, they're they're like, well, this person, this video really, this is a video really once every eight months. Yeah, yeah, this video is really good, but what's the point of me subscribing? Well, like, I mean, you gotta, you have to really like you look at the you look at the people who do the sort of high end stuff, the, like the sketch stuff or the short stuff in the space, and you, you think about like. Think about Rocket Jump. You think about Corridor Digital. You think about those guys, and they Funhouse. really did. They really did. For, uh, I think you think about Funhouse. Short films. Oh, thanks, Andy. That's really nice. Oh, nice, nice. Putting yeah. out and like that's really nice. The really high end. Super uh, We're hoping stuff to that, enter into can. Uh, and I think you're gonna get it. I think the I think the Palm Door is yours this year. Um, <laughs> but you look at those guys, and they literally for a year 
just work themselves to death for absolutely no reason other than I want to work myself to death doing this. Yeah. And then, the, you know, you hope that like YouTube comes down or some investor comes down from on high and goes, and now you can make a movie all the time if yeah. you want, you know? Under our supervision. Kill yourself. <laughs> hey, I don't know, YouTube yeah. Red, whatever. It's it's weird. And <laughs> whatever, the, stop talking about business the big, the big Let's talk more away. about these rats. I was gonna say, yeah, I want to talk about the rats too. <laughs> <but> <laughs> oh. my, my big takeaway is it's something that Adam has said several times, and if he was here, he'd say it again. You have to choose, it's your plat this is the platform you chose. Mm -hmm. You are you are stipulated by that platform. That's just that's just inherent to it. So you can't get that upset yeah. if things change or it doesn't cater to you exactly because it's not your platform. You didn't you didn't make YouTube mm -hmm. and now you can't be upset about well, the fact that it doesn't match what you're trying to do specifically. Got to pay yeah. the man. Back in the day, you couldn't you couldn't walk into a blockbuster as a filmmaker and demand they carry your movie. Yep. Yeah. Right. You know, that's not how blockbuster worked. You, you, if you want to sell your movie directly, you can. If you want to sell your video directly on your site, you can. But so yeah. we we actually get heat sometimes for what appears to be apologizing on behalf of corporations. That's not what this is. It's more like trying to to spread a more realistic view of the world. Except uh, you're kind of a shill, though. I am, yeah. That's <laughs> you can tell because he wears glasses. Except you're kind of like a shill. Man, Wait a minute. Fuck me for sticking uh -oh. up for people in the video games. Uh, it's, it's, I, James, I, I, or rather, Adam by proxy, uh, I appreciate that viewpoint, but what, what I have heard um, in, in very civil and intelligent discussions with people on the internet is that no matter what? what I'm sorry, what? Civil and what? Yeah, go on. It's really yeah. just rats. Uh, no, no matter what, no matter the reality of the situation, it is it is our and I'm like capital O an us versus them situation. The royal hour. Yeah, basically, it is it is our responsibility to always, always, always argue for what's better for our stake in this exchange. Sure, and I get that. I get that too. Man, but I don't. But but I think acknowledging the reality is kind of important because you have to you have to acknowledge the state of things before you can that's, change it. That's what I was gonna say. I, I'm the kind. If I was a parent and my kid wanted to play football, my kid was two foot Ooh. five, like two foot five, and didn't know anything about playing football. <laughs> okay, once I'm just gonna stop you. Have right you there, seen Rudy like, or not? Rudy Lucas. Hey, like, Rudy, hey, you know, he knew the fundamentals of yeah. football. All right, he Why learned the fundamentals. Your kid? He's just short. He's not dumb. Love your child. No, I dropped him when he was really young, and now he just can't do it. He he's short and dumb. His legs well, cracked up yeah. into his body. Well, then cavity. that's on you. you Either way, you I wouldn't go. I wish football Jeez. would change so that way my two foot, my two foot, like paralyzed child oh. could play football. Is that what the special? Wait, he's paralyzed. You didn't give us all the information in the beginning. Well, just trust me. He's he's fucked up. Oh, he's really like a lot of stuff he's out crazy here. Crazy paralyzed. I, I would just go. Maybe we don't play football. Let's find something else. There's got to be something else. It's a big world that we live in. Let's find something oh. else. Man, he fucked Woo! you real good. Help oh. me out, bros. I'm Jeez. gonna be a YouTube celebrity. Uh, so yes, it, it sucks, but sometimes, sometimes life sucks, man. And I also think that like, especially people will like the service more than they think they will yeah. if they give it a shot. What it's they should really do is do like right a now. like yeah. a week free or a month free it's and a like month, right? Not a bad idea. It's a month free. It's a month free. Yeah, okay. It's a month free yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Well, then what? Or just keep watching the ads. You, you motherfuckers have 15 more seconds to talk about YouTube business. Okay. And then I swear to God. Just keep watching the ads. <laughs> right, what's what's yeah. next, Lawrence? Uh, next up, this this is kind of... Uh, I like to theme certain topics, and the theme of this week seems to be, like, loss of control okay. over over your tech and your entertainment. Whoa, are you going to read your live journal? Is it RoboCop now? <laughs> <laughs> I am. We're all becoming RoboCop. Actually, that'd be cool. Uh, so this one relates, and it's a, it's a pretty small issue, and I don't think it's going to amount to much, but to me it does seem to be kind of the next step in home electronics. 
Uh, there was a neat write-up uh, about how, on Polygon actually, about how, how the Apple TV manages installation size and stuff like that. So you may have heard back when the new Apple TV was announced that installers would be limited to 200 megabytes. And that caused some hemming and hawing, like, oh, this is going to limit game developers or whatever. Turns out it's almost exactly like Android. The installer has a limit, but the installer can then download more data once you run it the first time. I've gotten really used to that when it comes to, like, games on my phone. I'll download it and then I'll run it once just to make sure it actually has everything it needs just before I get on a plane or something like that. Oh, it's the worst. As an Isn't aside, games, that, games yeah. that can't run and offline, fuck you. Um, I don't know why you need a heartbeat. I guess it's because Android and piracy is such a fucking uh, thing. Though. I hate that. That happened to me. I was, like, on a cross-country flight, like, a month ago, and Ooh. I installed something, and I was like, I loaded it up, and I was like, no. <laughs> oh, you're not no. done yet. Is there, and there's Wi-Fi on the plane, but you're like, there's no way I'm getting this game like downloaded over download plane Wi-Fi. Yeah. How so, dare you? The, uh, the irony is that could happen multiple times with the Apple TV. Theoretically, even though you're supposed to have good internet at home, the way it works <laughs> is, uh, so you've, you've got your 200 megabyte installer, and then you've got however much game data the TBO, TBOS allows it to have after that. Here's the thing, if, if the system starts running low on storage space, it will automatically delete that extra data, presumably based on how often you run the app. And I'm, I'm being generous and assuming that it's going to pick the one that has run the least often to delete. But then if you run the app again, you'll have to re-download that data, and presumably it will delete something else. Uh, if you have enough games that you cycle between, that could mean that you're always deleting and re-downloading things, depending on how much storage is on this device. But what kind of gets me is it's, it's a very Apple thing to just decide for you what your tech is going to do. I would, I would prefer it tell me or ask, or if I'm, if I'm out of space, it says, well, you're out of space, here are your options. You can delete the optional data for these games, but by that point, it's already like violated Apple's sense of not ever confusing people with technical details. I don't know. This, this is why I don't really go with Apple devices. They tend to decide for you a lot of the time, and I like having control over the tools that I use. I don't disagree with you, um, and that's what I would want, but you are a very tech-savvy do-it-yourselfer, and a lot of people who buy Apple products just want it to work. Man, yeah. but, and it's like, oh, oh, this game that I downloaded eight months ago—they're going to delete it. I don't fucking care. I want the thing no, I want now. Know. They'll just be confused if they ever run it again and it has to re-download. But by that point, they've probably forgotten they downloaded it the first time. Or they'll be like, oh, I guess I just needed to update or something. I mean, you're that's, probably right. That's my internet voice, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's nice. your voice for everything. How are all these people that are nerdy? <laughs> Do your Jack Nicholson. Uh, well, I don't know. Uh, you guys, uh, here's uh, Johnny. Here's uh, I don't know. Here's Johnny. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's wow. good. I guess this is as good as it gets. I guess it's as good as it gets. Ah, one floor of the cuckoo. Do you Batman? Uh, Batman. Yeah, that was nice. good. That's what he says. Classic. That was it. That's a sketch for you. Oh, look out! Uh, Poison Ivy uh, gonna come punch you. Classic movie. Nice. <laughs> so I like that Batman warns Poison Ivy that he's gonna punch her. <laughs> he, did this, he did this thing before we started where he was he was every character in Clockwork Orange, yeah. and I was riveted. It's yeah. my one man show, <laughs> <A> Clockwork Joel. <laughs> he performed a full forty minutes of the film, and I thought I was there. Yeah, it was amazing. It was kind of scary. It's the second time in two days that Clockwork Orange has come out. Actually. Yeah, actually, it was weird when he grabbed that. I don't even. Didn't even know he had a giant penis statue, but he killed that old woman. He committed to the bit, and, uh, and that's what I like. That's what I enjoy. Cool. I enjoy his commitment more than yeah. anything else. What? Uh, yeah, this is kind of. I mean, it's kind of garbage, and it kind of comes from the fact that, like, because the Apple TV is supposed to be such a slim, simple piece of hardware, there is no sort of hey. I'm a person that knows what I'm doing, and I like a lot of games and movies, and I like to always have them downloaded. Can I please hook up a hard drive or something? Yeah. And they're just not going to give you that. That's just not them. The uh, No, of course not. Um, and it's hard to say that that's the wrong decision, given how successful they are and how well their hardware moves. 
what? Well, can I ask you this though? Like, this is my big question about this when I hear it. Like, we're talking about this theoretical thing. Like, I've downloaded so many games, and now it's like it's deleting uh, games every time. How many iOS games are we looking to play on our TV? Non-iOS games. I'm going full iOS. Wow, That's it. full. Get rid of all my consoles, sell my PC, <laughs> iOS is just I'm telling you guys, if you're if you're going PC gaming, you are back in the wrong horse. It is tvOS. This yeah. is where it's at now. I'm now when I get when a Steam Link finally comes out, that is I'm going I'm going hard in the paint on that shit. I do like Steam it. Link. I do like cuz I used to, so um I am one of the few people that is really in love with his 3D TV. Yeah. Like just super oh, in love with his wow. 3D TV. I think, yeah, I don't like a lot of- every night. Yeah. That's why your just, eyes are all bloodshot. It's just Tintin and stuff from like Hugo. IMAX Science Ooh, Centers. Wow. Um, Look at this ladybug! But I don't really necessarily believe that it needs to be for a lot of movies or for a lot of TV, but I think every freaking big budget video game is better in stereoscopic 3D. Every single one. It's just made for, we're looking at 3D right now, just make that 3D. You're not, you wouldn't be mad at that. I wouldn't be able to, I can't well, tell actual if the rats 3D. are far away or close yeah. up. But now you'll know. But now you, I'll know. Now you'll know. Nah, I'm all no. about headset 3D. So one of my things is like, I used to have to carry my, my gaming PC from like the office Jesus. Into the living room when I wanted to play things in 3D because I have like that Nvidia card mm -hmm. that, uh, uh -huh. and Nvidia lets you Envision or whatever. The yeah, they let you turn anything into that 3D. Fucking icon on the desktop that shows up every time I reinstall my drivers. No, that's eagle. not it. Though. <gasps> that's not it. No? the Eagle thing is garbageware for like viewing 3D photos. photos. Seriously, yeah, yeah. you have to pay them for the turn any game into stereoscopic 3D. Oh. And they make it hard to find, too. It was really weird. How but much does it cost? It was like 30 bucks. Oh, Lawrence like, is out 30 bucks. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't like stereoscopic 3D. You so think good. you don't. Dude, it's I also, so good I also games, don't have though. a monitor or TV that does. I, my TV probably does, but I don't care. I threw the glasses away when I got the TV. How dare you? I don't care, You're man. part of the problem. No, I'm not. 3D games are amazing. The movie industry, like, that's all shit. bullshit. Yeah, that's, that's garbage. But I'm telling you, man, that stuff, is, there's no post-convert. It's 3D right there. Yeah, you're right. The data's all there. It's all there, son. But I, I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for headsets because that's actual 3D. I don't have to worry about light bleeding yeah. over to my other eye and like. But one of the things that Steam Link is supposed smudged. to do. I already wear these fucking things. The like Steam happening? Link is supposed to. Ooh, uh, some Whoa. of the models are gonna have like Whoa. the full HDMI. Yes. Whoa! Imagine that coming at you. Oh, Imagine like that right in your face right now. <laughs> um, but some of the higher-end Steam Link models uh, are supposed to have the full HDMI spec. So you're supposed to be able to do 3D. 3D, yeah, like, was it 1.3 or whatever? Yeah, 1.3 or 1.4, I forget, but yes. But uh, what, I'm into that. What this, what this oh, move man. is, I re so I remember when they were first talking about the Xbox One, mm -hmm. and this was back in the conceptual days of it, there were some questions thrown around like, 500 gigabytes, that's not that much. Like 40 gigs, a yeah. pop at a game, it's gonna fill up quick. And I remember somebody saying, Oh, don't worry about that. We actually have a system built in that'll manage that system, that space for you. Lies. And when I heard that, I was like, "Fuck you! You're gonna like, <laughs> you're gonna like com compress and decompress games, or delete them and re-download them in the background. That's not gonna work." And lo and behold, it didn't. I had an Xbox One for like a month, and it was already full. I'd, I mean, this this isn't that. It's Dude, not that big. But again, like you're an atypical. You're an atypical gamer. Not every gamer has as many games as Listen, you. I'm do. not arguing mass market. I'm just arguing like I'm arguing for practically for you. The impl no 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 just, not just me just the implication of tech in general. Well, it's, I think I think there's a lot of stuff even for even for people who are not just like buying tons and tons and tons of games. Even if they buy their games on discs, like most games still have an install anyway. Now. That's true. So that hard drive, 500 gigs. I mean, it's. 
on my PS4, I'm just swapping stuff in and out. Yeah, until guys, I get a hard drive. Guys, you just buy the uh, Microsoft branded external hard drive. You got yourself two terabytes, no problem. <laughs> uh, I do they a, still do that? They do. Yeah. I, I saw no. it at Costco, and there is a there is a Microsoft branded. Uh, it's green, but you're not locked. But into it's just it anymore, a Seagate. Right? It's just a okay. Seagate drive yeah. with two terabytes. It's like I just got a two terabyte external and plugged it in. Two terabytes, like, ninety bucks is still pretty decent. I got a two terabyte for like sixty, and it works perfectly. Oh, really? And also, you can unplug it, plug it into another Xbox, and it'll load up all your. Last time I bought, a, I bought a one terabyte hard drive was like four years ago, still, and it cost like two hundred and fifty bucks or Ooh. something. Hey, absurd. times have changed. Times have changed. That's free. The biggest problem I've had with like with cloud storage stuff is uh, PS Plus does not give you any way to manage yes. save game data or, oh. what's, or what it stores in the cloud and what it's not storing in the cloud. Yeah. And so I just keep getting error messages. It's like none of your save games are uploading. And I'm like, well, why? Thanks for the info. And why do mm -hmm. I only have one gig if you can't of cloud storage if you're so dependent on this cloud storage yeah. and I can't decide how to manage it? Sony it's loves us. And the Xbox One is kind of similar. It's cloud storage for everything, but sometimes it just that doesn't. That sounds like it'll work. It, it, <laughs> it mostly does. Occasionally, you'll play a game on a different Xbox, and it'll be like, uh, we, uh, we, oh, we can't get your save file, so uh, what do you want to do? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, I can use the one that's here, which is two years old, or use the one that's in the cloud uh, that's on another Xbox that couldn't get synced. Nightmarish. So it, it's, that's, when it, that's kind of what I'm saying. Like, you can't go to Xbox.com and look at the status of all your saves and when they were uploaded. Whenever you turn off your Xbox, there's nothing to look at to say your save game was successfully uploaded, you're good. And it's like as gaming moves into the cloud God, and gets cloud distributed. I was going to say, it, it doesn't matter anymore because all we're going to end up with are services. Right. Like Destiny. Yeah. yeah. Like but then you then you have even less control over the way you oh, game yeah. and how it's delivered to you. you remember control whole, is gone. You gotta let go of control, my you friend. You remember the yeah. big you remember the big push they were making uh, Microsoft was making for uh, distributed processing yeah. in their games, like they, like Titanfall. lighting and shadowing and yeah. stuff could be streamed in. Which and it's like that doesn't that's not gonna work. I think it could. I, I think know. it could. Yeah, uh, I think if it could, I think they would be doing it already. Something. Well, I think Crackdown is probably gonna be the first time you see it in a real game. I bet I would I would wager a lot of the big scale physics in that game are gonna be rendered remotely. I would be interested to see how quickly and efficiently you could render complicated physics data for a game in the cloud. It's not that complicated because it's big chunky things. It's not like a bunch of debris flying around. Uh, so it's like it's like if you throw a crate, but not a barrel. More like if you knock over a building <laughs> that splinters. You can't into like knock five over pieces. a briefcase full of full of papers. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I mean, and, <laughs> you can, but when you see that in a game, it's all client side. Yeah. Uh, but the problem is, so here's the Fuck. thing: in Crackdown, if you're playing with four Fuck. people and you knock a building over, everyone has to see that building fall over anyway. Mm -hmm. So that data has to be shared. It has it has to be transmitted. Um, and rendered on, on people's individual Xboxes. So if you're already dealing with the lag of the internet when it comes to sharing physics-based data, yeah. you might as well render it remotely and then send that data out to all the clients. That's something that could work. Uh, systemically, that's something that could work. I don't know. I, I, think, I think it could work to an extent, and I think they, in the early stuff, they were way, way overselling. Oh, God, the, yes. The I think they were like... Capabilities were going to be. It's still, it's still possible, so like... You could still update, like you could render soft shadows and distribute that to the game, and then instead of it having to render, you just tell the Xbox, just draw it right here. Trust me that it's right. I wish, I wish the rats just looked a little different sometimes. Help me out, bro. Like I'm super fine with it always being rat people, but bros. I don't know. Come it's tonight, little, we feast. It's a little Sunday. Speaking of rat people, this okay. podcast is also sponsored by rat WWE people. 2K16. 
Wow. Okay, go on. They're gonna love I'm, that. I'm ready for this. Featuring uh, <laughs> the Texas rattlesnake, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Wait, that's not a rat. No, the, uh, uh, what's his name? Oh, Jerry Lawler, that's it. He always looked kind of like a rat man to me. Jerry Lawler? Yeah. What? Uh, I guess. He's just kind He's of squat, he's got though. puffy cheeks. I would say Paul Bearer was more a rat person. I would he's say the rat, rat was more of a rat person. There was, rat, a, there yeah. was a, the a giant rat man. No, there wasn't a giant rat man character. Uh, but wasn't. get don't in the sound, ring and- Don't make yourself sound ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> get in the ring and raise some hell with WWE 2K16, the undisputed champion of wrestling games returns with the biggest roster in WWE games history. Uh, play as your favorite superstars from the past, present, and future, and experience the most authentic, comprehensive, in-your-face WWE video game of all time. Man, I love official ad copy. Uh, they say they are the biggest roster in WWE video game history, featuring 100, over 120 unique characters. They have the Ratman in there? Uh, I think the Ratman is in there, yep. Wow. Yeah, See, WWE, told you. WWE you and NXT Superstars. Slam 96 with the Ratman mm-hmm. up against... He's a Hall of Famer. Divas, now. Legends, and more. Uh, you've got a three-man commentary team. Uh, WWE 2K16 will feature uh, Michael Cole, John Bradshaw Layfield, and Jerry the King Lawler. Also returning are Jim Ross, uh, with thousands of additional commentary lines in the game this year. And you can run the WWE Universe mode. Whoa! Included our new core systems, a new, a, a brand new match generation system, brand new universe cutscenes. They got crafting, they yeah. got planetary exploration now. <laughs> you can buy different spacecraft. You can have a son and raise him as a, uh, a wrestling legend. But he can't play football. No, God, no. He's too short. Uh, so get in the ring and race some hell with WWE 2K16, the un- okay, the undisputed champion of wrestling games returns, the biggest wrestler in WWE games history, available now. Thank you for your sponsorship, WWE 2K16. Not quite sure where they wanted that line repeated, but there it is. Uh, and I can say that because the, the air test is well over. Uh, we can go back to video games now. Uh, sort of. It's sort of video game adjacent this week, huh? I guess it has been for a while. So let's talk about John Cena. Yeah. How about that John <laughs> See ya. Cena? Why did he get into why did he get into meme territory? What happened there? I guess you can't explain a meme. This has been fun. Joel's actually Cena. leaving. Joel, why are you leaving? John Cena! There's only five minutes left in the podcast, Joel. I can't sit through five minutes of Joel, John Cena. Joel never likes to overstay his welcome, so he leaves five minutes before yeah. everything's over. <laughs> Even one more. Yeah. Oh, when we want more? Last in, first out. Oh, Leafo. Ha. Huh. It's uh, it's James time now. Okay. <laughs> James, hit it. Um, so welcome, to new, welcome to the new segment of Dude Soup. It's called James Time. Hey, guys. <laughs> these, are James, these are James' rants. I want to talk about what's <laughs> bugging me. What really grinds your gears, James? Did you guys hear about this YouTube red? I'm caught in oh. a time loop, and it's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this game is real brown and candlelit and full of rats. I like it a lot. Warhammer dog. What's the, really so fun. what's the what's the end game here with uh, all of our personal control over our devices being taken away? I think I think that there will be a community of people who invent the systems that allow them to maintain control. Mm. It's kind of like there are still vanilla vanilla servers of World of Warcraft out there because people like it and people figured out a way to reverse engineer it and get it running. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be the case. I think for whatever. For whatever easy-to-use, cloud-based, subscription-based service that works for most of the people in the population, there will be some turbo dorks who will say, like, no, I want I want to have the machine running in my apartment or cyberpunk den in the basement of some fucking 50-story building, and then they will invent their own systems, and then they will, that they trust. So it's yeah. kind of weird to see that it's stuff It's going to be a smaller and smaller percentage of the population. Absolutely. I was going to say, yeah, it's very John specific. Cena, I'm coming back. Oh, oh boy. Anyway, so John back. Cena. So we're talking about John Cena. I thought Cena. I could see him. Uh, for just a second. But it turned out I couldn't. 
It's like the end of Lion King, John Cena appears in the clouds. Yeah. He's proud of me. We're back to John Cena. John, now, John Cena is entirely done through cloud rendering. That's why you can't no see No wonder him. he looks so good. Yeah. James, can you oh, explain? Oh, that's me? what cloud rendering is. It's when Mufasa shows up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> that's how I like to explain Lawrence is going to ask me a wrestling question. I was. Oh, don't, though. I will, though. <laughs> James. Yeah. I think I've asked you this before, okay. or some shade of it. All right. But can you please explain to me why John Cena is the focal point of the entire universe? Um, so John Cena's rise to popularity came after I stopped watching wrestling regularly. Okay. But he kind of came in with a wigger like personality. Ooh. He was a white rapper dude. Uh, right? That makes sense. With a big old baggy shirt. I, I, I like to believe was laughably uncool, <laughs> but then created a self awareness to that, and I think people appreciated that. Mm. And uh, and then he also doubled down on military, like support our troops. And this was also during. So he's kind uh, of king of the red states, basically. Yeah, this was also during, uh, Iraq. like, yeah, Iraq and the war in Afghanistan and stuff like that. And so, so I, he kind of doubled down on that. And also, a lot of wrestling is behind the scenes. And if you become an immovable immu- object behind the scenes and you butter up to the right people, then you're just gonna, like most industries, you're gonna do fine. That's that's what Hulk man, Hogan. Man, I don't want to play the politics, man. I just want to let my skill in the I'm ring show who awesome. I am. I'm here for the love of wrestling, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just, say, I'm then just here for love of pile drivers. Then you're probably gonna end up homeless, like <laughs> if you're a professional wrestler. Um, but yeah, like that's what Hulk Hogan did. He he basically just ended up homeless. Refused to <laughs> refused to leave uh, leave certain matches without winning and stuff like that, and just became a. I think John Cena is a generally nice guy, but he also I think is on very good terms with the people who make. Did Hulk decisions. Hogan literally walk into the ring like scripted to lose? Walk up to the guy and be like, "Ah, I'm in. You're in a headlock. I'm not." gonna lose to yeah. you, fucker. Yeah, that's literally what he did. That's amazing. Like, so. there were matches he was supposed to lose, and he just, like, he's not gonna lie there and wait for them to count to three, so he just doesn't. And then, and then it's going really long, and then he says something to the ref that's like, hey, you better say he submits when I'm doing this, otherwise I'm not gonna stop. So, that's kind of how he got ahead. What so there's, there's, there's never a point where somebody can flaunt the rules like that? At, like, there's never a point where the system breaks down where the ref is like, dude, fuck you. Like, no. Well, no, because they have to maintain the show. Know, it's yeah. all about the performance. So it's essentially one person holding the rest of it hostage, kind of like a uh, like an actor that knows the production can't go. Exactly. Like, they've already shot half the movie. Exactly. And they're like, no, I'm just going to sit here until I get a better deal. Yep. Wow. That's it. Cool. And that doesn't happen with everyone. Most most wrestlers don't have the clout or Much balls. like YouTube is doing with their content. Boom. Got it. Nice Back one. Back to YouTube Red. Boom. Anthony, which one do you want to talk about? Uh, YouTube Red or wrestling? Uh, Wow. You could wow. You could also this is choose my death. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can talk about YouTube Red wrestling or watch everyone you love die. Ah, I don't love that many people. Yeah. They're out of assholes. <laughs> I feel like there's one there's one element of paranoia to YouTube Red that we haven't really discussed, which is that the ability to put your videos behind a paywall proves so tempting that all of your favorite content creators will suddenly flip all of their content to be subscription only. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I bet they're gonna do that. It's not gonna happen. Well, okay, but, like, we know that that's silly from our perspective because, Jesus Christ, it's hard enough to earn a living on YouTube, but, uh, from the viewer's perspective, they see Captain Sparkles buzzing around and his penthouse Ferrari. Yo, he could do it. 
He could do it. Wait, Huge is that a, could do it? Is that a Ferrari that you it. drive around the Absolutely. penthouse? That's yeah. exactly what it is. That's oh, awesome. Shit. No, I was saying you're just zipping around the living room. No, 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 no. Skymall shit. No, you invert it. It's it's a penthouse. It's a penthouse that has wheels and is in a Ferrari engine and has no roof. It's like that documentary about tiny houses except for penthouses. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, basically. You you sit in your bedroom and there's like a gap there's like a seat and wheels and a pedal and you just drive staring out your window. You can drive your penthouse right up to McDonald's because that's what he eats. Fucking one percent. Anyway, let Minecraft. Yeah, basically, like the much much like the world's economy, YouTube is disproportionately focused near the top. So the the big names in YouTube are fucking rich, and there's a there's a healthy I don't amount. No, I think things in the world are pretty economically fair, Lawrence. <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Feel, yeah. I mean, feel free to argue if you want, but I think everybody's this guy's preaching all revolution right. over here, <laughs> communist. <laughs> Yeah, sorry about that. I think hey, everything sorry I, for my, uh, I haven't seen anybody my not doing okay. Yeah, just, you know, since, fine. chill out. Everybody's Scares. doing fine, man. Since this is just We're a conversation just grab bag. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I was going hey, somewhere. Did you say rat bag? Close, yeah. So, so Anthony, what yeah, are your man. thoughts on uh, Final Fantasy VII? Uh, nope. <laughs> no, I've done that. I've done that twice now. Uh, I, I think you're in good company here. I don't like Final Fantasy VII. Uh, okay. I never have. How do you feel about Shinmu? <laughs> it's complicated. Yeah. My feelings about Shenmue are complicated. Yeah, it's um, kind of like having a two-foot son that can't walk or move, and you're like, I care for you it because it's my give son. Us all the information. No, but I care for my son, but Do he's you? not going to play football. Um, Digital. When when Shenmue came out, I was a huge, huge, huge Dreamcast guy. I was a Sega fanboy oh, until there was no ability to I be feel one free anymore. There, but, yeah. um, and Shenmue Power really Stone was. Oh, Power Stone Two is so good. Yeah, um, fucking nerds. But I think Shenmue was amazing because there was really nothing like it at the time, and it was very, very influential. I spent a lot of time sweeping dojos and buying capsule toys when I should have been looking for my father and my father's murderer. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, but you know, when you, 3D? when you look back on it, it's way better in 3D. I played it on a Dreamcast emulator in 3D. Don't even start with me, Lawrence. It's amazing. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> but like. I, I, it's one of those games where you look back and you're like, this is, I respect it, it's influential, it took up a lot of my time. Looking back on it, it's not a super great game. Not a super great game at all. Oh, it's, it's like not. the Model T. Yeah. The Model T paved the way for a lot of automobiles and automobile construction. I don't want to drive one. Well, it's like when people when people are like, do you really, really hate Final Fantasy VII that much? Whoa. And I'm just like, no, I just don't think it's a great game. I think it's an influential game that did a lot of things. It's the game that made the PlayStation. Mm -hmm. But there are other games in the Final Fantasy series that I think you should put in first and play because you will have more fun. You I, know what I mean? I think that makes perfect and sense. And I think Shenmue, like... So how much money did you give the Kickstarter then? I mean, three hundred and fifty dollars. Ooh, holy shit! Oh my no, god! Come Shenmue, <laughs> official Shenmue 3D glasses. Ooh. I wanted that jacket. <laughs> I right. wanted, I wanted the Rio's jacket. That's where we're gonna end the podcast. Ooh, Anthony, Anthony gave Shenmue three hundred fifty dollars. That's it. It's, That'll that's, be the end that's of the an podcast. investment, is what that's, that is. That's, I'm only gonna make that back double. That's how <laughs> Kickstarter works, right? Yeah, you're an investor. It's now. an investment. Uh, you're an investor in that. That company that is already asking for more money because they're like, ooh, we could use some more. That's some, some shady. More. I mean, that's a whole thing. I'm sure rings. you guys have Hey, Anthony, that. Uh, I saw you guys three hundred fifty dollars. Think about uh, stepping that up to five hundred, maybe. We even got these three D glasses. If Yu Suzuki came to my house, and I think they're almost at that point, there's no way to help. Where Yu Suzuki is going to come to my house and just be like, "Do you have another fifty bucks?" Yeah, yeah. Do you? We just need fifty more. I would give him fifty. Also, there's a, there's the a eyes. there's a Dragon's Lairs uh, uh, animated movie. No, no, Dragon's no, no. Right. we're done. We're done. That's not even for the movie. The podcast is over. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Thanks, Anthony. We really appreciate. Thank you for wasting all your money. <laughs>
Don't feel bad. All of the podcasts end with Bruce just staring, yeah, yelling, 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 yelling. No, 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 no! no!